Hey, what's good, Trifling Ones family? I got to tell you, I love peace. Anybody who knows me knows that um, I'm serious about my peace and maintaining my peace. But there are some things that sometimes that will happen in life that we have no control over, that messes with our peace, that disrupts our peace. Financial challenges. Maybe our own illness, or maybe that of a family member. Sudden death, or maybe even not so sudden death. The unknown, not knowing what's going to happen or how a situation is going to turn out. Those are all things that we have no control over that can disrupt our peace. But then there are other things like online interactions, where bullying becomes commonplace. And this isn't just among kids anymore. In fact, I remember that uh, Trick Daddy, one day on his morning show, he gave his opinion about Beyonce's vocal ability. His opinion wasn't all that positive. And after doing so, some of Beyonce's supporters, not all of them, but some of them, felt that it was important to defend her online. As a result, uh, some of her defenders, some of her supporters, transitioned into individuals who went to Trick Daddy's restaurant reviews. He, he owns a restaurant. And they bombarded this with negative reviews in order to prove that they were not to be trifled with. Now, these were folks who had never been to the restaurant never ordered through Uber Eats or DoorDash. So they literally decided to affect his cash flow because of his opinion. Now, it can be dangerous in these internet streets, but while we live in a world that continues to promote this type of behavior, what does God have to say about it? Stay tuned as we look at the book of Titus and we discuss, is it worth your peace? Coming up next on The Trifling Ones. Okay, so let's jump in. The book of Titus chapter 3 verse 9 says, But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. Now, just before this text in Titus 3, Paul simply says, in my own words, as I paraphrase, as I paraphrase, we were trifling. He says in verse three, at one time, we were also foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all types of pleasures. Then he goes on to say, but when Jesus appeared, he saved us and we were changed. Now, this isn't because we were all that and we had done so much to get it right, but rather because he was still able to look past our flaws. 
So as a result of him saving us, as a result of him saving us in the midst of us still not doing the right thing, he then says, I need you to do the right thing. I need you to do what is good. So as I like to put it, Paul says that Jesus has moved us from trifling to triumphant. So we've got to use our lives to honor him. Now, from this verse, there are two things that I want to talk about. And the first is, are we majoring in the minor? Are we majoring in the minor? Now, the text says, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, and arguments about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. And the question has to be asked, are we majoring in the minor? Paul is warning against being so dogmatic about the minor things to the point where it affects the major things. Are we paying special attention to some things that may hold some importance to us, but we let it rise to the level that it gets in the way of our true purpose? Well, what is this true purpose? He tells Titus and those who are with Titus. He says, live right so that no criticism can come upon us. And so we might advance the gospel. That is the purpose for us to live in such a way that we draw other people to it. But that can be tested. Like, have you ever gotten into a disagreement with somebody and be like, what just happened? Like, what what just happened? How did this situation turn into this? Or you've asked yourself, wait a minute, this what we doing? Avoid foolish controversies. You know, after a week of not speaking to someone, walking around the house, not communicating, ask yourself, how important is this really? So many times in our lives, we're more concerned with where the comma or the period is that we pay no attention to what the sentence actually says. Let me repeat that. So many times we are more concerned with where the comma or the period is that we pay no attention to what the sentence actually says. That means is that we're paying so, so much attention to the small things, we miss the big picture. So, yeah, her skirt might be real short when she walked into the church. And that's the comma. But the sentence is saying she loves God. And this is where she is in her journey right now. But we missed the sentence because we're looking at the comma. Oh, yeah, he might get into conflict all the time. And that's the period. But the sentence is saying he needs somebody who will try to understand and guide him. But we missing the meaning because we looking at the period. You know, Internet trolls thrive off of being provocative, distasteful and offensive for the sole purpose of disrupting peace. There are people that inject themselves into conversations and into posts, etc., simply to get everybody all riled up. So they say something that's foul. 
knowing that it won't be long before folks are going at each other's virtual throats. It is not worth your peace. So it says avoid foolish controversies, but then it says genealogies. It says that uh, going into stuff related to genealogies, it's not profitable. It's unprofitable. So as one looks at others who are of a darker hue or who have melanin, and he or she develops the opinion that they are superior to others, or because one's lineage is not traced through the Caribbean and they are considered an ADOS or an American descendant of slavery, then one is superior. Or because one hails from a larger island versus a smaller island, then one is superior. Or because one speaks English and the other speaks Creole or Spanish, then one is superior. Or because one has quote unquote good hair and the other has quote unquote bad hair, then one is superior. Or because one group of folks claims to have arrived on North American shores sooner than others, then they are considered superior. This is a foolish focus on genealogies and it is majoring in the minor and it disrupts peace. We are one body with many members in the body, each with his own contribution to make. No one person better than another, just different from one another. So the question again is, are we majoring in the minor? Or the second question is this, are we magnifying the master? Are we magnifying the master? Paul leaves his boy Titus on the Mediterranean island of Crete to develop and organize the new converts. So Titus was commissioned to help others on the island of Crete. And likewise, God has commissioned each and every one of us to help develop the spiritual lives of others. Wherever we may be, whether it be in Roxbury or New England or Miami or Philly or Georgia, Texas, Cali, or even internationally, whether it be in the military or on the job or on a college campus, whether it be in the school system, what is our number one focus? If it isn't magnifying the master, if it isn't living in such a manner that draws others closer to him, then my brothers and sisters, we are simply missing the mark and majoring in the minor. Are we living in such a manner that will bring another brother or sister further into the arms of Christ? So on this 363rd day of 2021, before the year runs out, the challenge, trifling ones, is to ensure that in the midst of all this stuff that is going on, that we focus on the crux of the matter, avoiding those things which would divide us, those things that will create chaos, and embracing those things that will rather develop us. Heavenly Father, we come before you on this day asking that you would protect our peace. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would not allow us to get caught up in those foolish controversies, those genealogies, those arguments about the law that are not important. 
We pray that every area of our life, whether it be our personal lives at home, whether it be on the job, letting someone who is not important uh, get under our skin, whether it be online, whatever it may be, we ask right now that we would protect our peace, not getting caught up in all that stuff. You know what our desires are. You know what our fears are. We pray that you would usher us into 2022 with a mindset that focuses purely on magnifying you. We pray right now that you would assist us with our greatest fears, that you would turn us away from our greatest challenges, and that you would pick us up over those things that so easily beset us. Now, Heavenly Father, we place it all in your hands, looking for, seeking, and asking for your divine peace. All these things we ask in your Son, Jesus' name, and all of the trifling ones said, Amen.